All right, welcome back to the We Don't Know Football podcast. So you cannot get mad at us when we're wrong. I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Colin. Say That's hi. me. <laughs> um, right now we are on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcast. And before we get started, I want to give a big shout out to my brother for making our new logo. Go follow him on Instagram. It is jacobsketches.art. Um, he's a very, very talented artist. You could tell he gets better every time, every time he has a new drawing come out and he does commissions. So if you want to commission, go hit him up. Jacob sketches that art. Now, with that being said, first, we're going to get into the Thursday night football game between the Chargers and Chiefs. The Chiefs won at home 27 to 24. And it wasn't as much as a shootout as I was hoping for, Colin. I think you could say the same thing. We were yeah. If you bet the over on some things, I apologize. Um, but, yeah, what, what are your initial thoughts on that game, Colin? I think Mike Williams is a man. That's, there's not, <laughs> he is not a much man, more to say for that. Eight catches, 113 yards, and a touchdown. Keenan Allen wasn't in the game. Chargers didn't miss a step. I didn't, I didn't see anything in there where it was like, oh, man – they need someone to step up. No, nope. Mike Williams caught caught two 30-plus yard catches, one for a touchdown, both being defensive pass interference. Came down with both of them. Didn't matter. Uh, I mean, Chargers look good. Their, their, their run game, obviously they didn't run much throwing 48 times, but Eckler, Eckler averaged below three yards per carry. I don't know if the Chiefs were looking that good or if, or if uh, Chargers' O-line just wasn't quite – Picking up what they needed, but um, yeah, Matt Matt Filer was getting absolutely abused by Chris Jones the whole game, um, but the Chargers they seemed to do a very good job of managing the clock in the first half. Like the clock just kept ticking and ticking. I mean, they were thrown in the middle of the field. They were able to get some runs going, but they they need to get a whole lot more efficient on the ground. These past two weeks, Eckler hasn't been able to get anything going too much, so. I think Chargers with a run game, they might they might win that game, but and also if they you know don't call you know stick when they're at the goal line and Herbert <laughs> throws it right to the defense, um, that was bad. Yeah, I think Everett Everett was tired. You could see that he couldn't even plant his foot to turn around. He was absolutely gassed. I mean. When 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 you see uh, the Chiefs player intercepted and everything, you you can see Everett just kind of like throws his body around like a, you know, there's there's nothing he could do. It wasn't the best ball by Herbert, but Everett definitely. I don't think he expected it to come his way, but regardless, you gotta you gotta put all your effort into everything. Yeah, but before we get into the Chiefs, man, shout out to Justin Herbert, dude. He's an absolute dog. He like you could tell how badly he was in pain. And he threw that absolute dot, too. I think it was – was it DeAndre Carter? It was. Man. That that was a great throw. That was an amazing throw. It was. Me me and my friends were out at a a sports bar down in Raleigh, and we were watching the game. And and when Justin Herbert rolled out, kind of picked up the easy first down, he just threw it at the ground. Man, everybody in that bar was was in shock. I mean, he could not – 
couldn't even couldn't even run a good a good you know six feet to get the first down. He was in pure pain, but he got up. He fought. Everyone looked good. Derwin James looked great. Nine tackles, body slam. Yeah, they did a good, pretty good job containing Travis Kelsey. Really. Yeah, Asante Samuel had two drop picks. That that really bothered me. J.C. Jackson got absolutely one put on his head. Bro, Asante Samuel, dude. I don't know if you've been watching Ike Taylor highlights, but dude, you gotta be able to haul those in, bro. <laughs> like, okay, the first one, maybe you can argue that it could have been ruled an interception, or it may have been the second one. I don't know, the one they overturned. But you, you had another one just right to you, and you could, you could have taken that to the house too. Oh, yeah. I would have been a pick six. But let's get into the Chiefs. Um, not. It wasn't the type of game we were expecting, especially from the Chiefs offense. Mahomes only threw for, well, I say only, but he threw for 235 yards. Um, Edwards Hilaire had, you know, eight attempts, 74 carries. It's 9.2 average. Maybe it looks like Hilaire is probably going to be involved a whole lot more considering the other guys they have behind them are a rookie and then Jarek McKinnon, who's 30 years old already. Even though he did yeah. have a receiving touchdown, they spent they spent a first round pick on him. I, I hope they use him. I mean, a lot of those yards came from that that last you know fourth quarter thing. Yeah. I mean, he he looked good again. Eckler, if you take both his last two games and combine them, he's averaging two point seven yards a carry, two point six against the Raiders, two point eight against the Chiefs. It's not looking good for him. But Clyde Edwards looked good that game. Kelsey looked good. Watson came in for McCall Hardman. McCall was gassed. Watson came in and caught that one on J.C. Jackson's head. I mean, it, 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 it looks like you, you could go nine players down in their wide receiver depth chart, and someone's going to come out and make a play. The Chiefs are incredible. Yeah, and Chiefs defensively, they, I think against that talented Chargers offense, they did a pretty good job holding their own. Maybe the game's different with Keenan Allen there probably is, but I'm very impressed with those linebackers in Kansas City. I mean, Willie Gay and Nick Bolton, they are – they're really talented. Willie Gay had two pass defense and uh, two tackles for a loss, and he led the team with 11 tackles. Bolton had 10. That's that's a great duo. And if you're a Kansas City fan, you got to be really happy about that. And obviously, you got uh, your boy Chris Jones too, who's just you just threw Matt Filer around and had two sacks that game. He did a very good job. But that Chiefs defense is solid, and they they got a really hard schedule this year. But they're that that team, I, it's so hard to say the Chiefs aren't going to win the West. I still think the Chargers are going to pull through. I think it's going to come down to Justin Herbert's injury. He's he's day to day. Chase Chase Daniels. I mean, I don't I don't know if we want to see Chase Daniels. In there, <laughs> but he is he is probably the greatest backup of all time because he never. Oh, plays. He, I'm, pretty <laughs> sure he's the, I'm pretty sure he's the highest paid one. That's for sure. They they uh, Chargers play Jaguars next week. I don't think you need crazy effort to win that game but um well having I, I having herbert the Colts in, needed crazy effort to beat the texans but they ended up tying with them so yeah, you, you never you, know you never know but it's <sighs> you can never guess yeah all right well we'll get into our favorite game or games of the week um colin i think you and i have the same one but yeah. it's hard to ignore minnesota going to Philadelphia to play on Monday night. That's going to be a really good game. It is. 
Justin Jefferson came out absolutely bald in the new scheme. What was it, 184 yards or something? I mean, yeah. Oh boy, and then and then you've got you you also have Thielen in there, and Eagles have two stud corners and Darius Slay and James Bradbury. So it's it's look on either side of the field. It's going to be a great matchup. I mean, I think it's going to be. I don't I don't know if it. Do you think the offenses prevail, or do you think it's going to be a defensive game? I think it's going to be a relatively high-scoring game, and I actually have the Vikings winning this game. I think the Vikings are going to pull through 31-27. to um, I think the Vikings' defense, they're going to continue what they did in the Packers game, and they're going to continue to be able to provide pressure, um, this time on Jalen Hurts, who's going to be able to escape the pocket a bit more. Uh, but I think it's going to come down to that Vikings defense at the end of the game making a big stop. But, you know, I can see the Eagles being able to, you know, do a pretty good job on offense. I think A.J. Brown may not be as heavily involved um, as he was last week because I feel like the Vikings might hone in on him. But Devontae Smith didn't have a catch last week, and you, when you have someone like Devontae Smith, you got to be able to get him the ball. So I expect, you know, Devontae Smith to have a pretty good game. But as for the Vikings, I don't think there's any stopping uh, Jay Jettas. I think Justin Jefferson is, he, after this year, we may say he's the best uh, wide receiver in the league. Um, and I think they're going to be able to run the ball pretty well with Dalvin Cook and if they have to, Alexander Madison. But I think I think it's going to be a pretty much an offensive game despite both of these defenses being pretty talented. I'd, I'd take the Vikings winning 34-24. I think uh... – I think they're going to bring the pressure with Hunter and Smith and Hertz. I feel like I feel like he's going to make a few wrong reads. Probably throw. I want to say two interceptions this game. I don't think. I don't know how well Cook can run. They've got Cox and Davis in the middle. Uh, I don't. I don't quite know. But but as you said, I also think JJ is going to ball out. I mean, Jair was guarding him last week, and and people have him as a top three, top five corner. So. Slay's good, Bradbury's good, but I think I think JJ's just better. There's not much more you can really look at it there. And and I agree with uh, Smith having a good game. I think even Quez Watkins will have at least 45, 50 yards, maybe a touchdown in there. But, um, yeah, I mean, we really just have to wait to see how they play because it can go either way. I don't think Quez Watkins had a catch either last week. Did he not? Which, which is strange. I don't. I'm be honest. I'm not 100 percent sure on how that Eagles depth chart is looking. I know they, I mean, they had four different players with rushing touchdowns, so they had a, you know, random. Yeah, looking at it, out. looking at the stats last week, Hertz completed 18 out of 32 passes, and 10 of those went to AJ Brown. Jeez. So three three went to Dallas, two went to Gainwell, two went to Sanders, one went to Pascal, Zach Pascal. Forgot, yeah, Zach Pascal's there too. But I think, I mean, you got to be able to get Devontae Smith. And Quez Watkins the ball because Quez Watkins has he has elite speed and once he once he gets into that second level of the defense he could be gone like he's that now same thing with AJ Brown but Quez Watkins is I think a very underrated weapon that the Eagles need to you know abuse really um, okay. matchup the matchup that I'm excited for is well what I believe the Vikings will do is they're going to put Patrick Peterson on AJ Brown. Oh. They're good. So Patrick Peterson and AJ Brown instead of a uh, dancer, huh? 
That's that. That's what I'm guessing. I mean, if this was Pat Pete like five six years ago, then oh yeah, definitely. But obviously, he's lost a step. So, and then no offense to Pat Pete, but you're getting old, buddy. <laughs> um, and being, I mean, I'm. I'm interested to see how the Vikings play this. Um, if they'll run a lot more, a lot more zone or whatnot. Um, obviously, you got to play Jalen Hurts a little differently did you, than you did Aaron Rodgers because he is more of a threat with his feet. Pretty sure he ran ten times last week. Yeah, uh, he probably had like ninety yards or something. Uh, oh, oh, he ran seventeen times for ninety yards. Jalen Hurts did seventeen times. Seventeen times. Yeah, and it's gonna. I think it's going to be tougher to do that against Daniel Hunter and Darius Smith, especially Daniel Hunter, because he is one of the and, fastest. Diaz and Eric, Eric Hendricks too. Yeah, you got Eric Hendricks in there too. Jordan Hicks. I don't. I don't think he can. Or I think they'll Jordan. contain him. Hey, that's also a revenge game for Jordan Hicks. He, uh, I believe, he started his career with the Eagles, so he's definitely probably looking forward to this game. And he balled out last week. I think he led the uh, team in tackles. You think so? But yeah, it's it's gonna be an exciting game. Um, it's I think it's weird that they're doing two Monday night games. I'm, they are. I'm not that big of a fan of that, especially because they're like right. If they would have had the Titans and Bills game at like four, then I'd be for it. But yeah, ten fifteen and eight thirty. Come on. Um, I didn't I didn't actually know that. I'm looking at the other weeks and and I'm only on the week five, but this is the only week with it. I think I don't I don't really like that honestly. All I, I mean, they're they're that. both good games, but. The Red Zone channel better be working overtime. Andrew Siciliano better be working Monday. That's all I'm going to say because we're going to have these back-to-back games. But, I mean, it's kind of, I, don't, I don't like it. I think Monday night should just be one game. But it's it's exciting. It's exciting to have two. But now we'll get into our upsets of the week. Colin, I will let you start with your upset. My upset, I, I couldn't uh... – See, I don't know. It's always different each week. But if I had to go, I've got a feeling the Texans could possibly beat the Broncos. I think, okay. I think, I think Mills Mills is not a bad quarterback at all. I mean, people look at the Texans and they just turn their heads. But the Texans really aren't that bad of a team. I mean, I think I think Stingley will be in Garden Garden Sutton. Judy keeps dropping the ball. He had a few drops against the Seahawks. Uh, Texans, do they still have Desmond King? He's still there. I mean, I believe that he is. He is. So they'll have King. They'll have Stingley. They don't have Reed in the backfield anymore. He's on the Chiefs. But um, I think the Texans. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I mean, obviously, I am setting myself up for failure because, (laughs) of course, the Texans probably won't score the most. The Broncos. I'm just really closing my eyes and, and hoping. But um, yeah, I think the Texans. The Texans can can go out there. Brandon Cooks will put up yards. I don't know, I don't know if Sertan will will shadow him or not. But I just, as long as Rex Burkhead isn't carrying the ball as much as he did, I think I think the Texans can have a chance. I think um, I think you're just a Russell Wilson hater. <laughs> I don't know. Look, I've got the Broncos going 0 and 17 this season. <laughs> Seahawks have the first round pick. I mean, it's just it's bound to happen. Oh man. Um... I think, you know, I could definitely see the Texans being able to pull through that game. A lot of things have to go right for um, Houston, though. Obviously, you got to 
do a you got to do a solid job on the ground. If you could, you know, get involved, get the running game involved, uh, maybe a little better than Seattle did because I think Rashad Penny did a solid job on the ground. But if you could control, if you could somehow control the game on the ground against Denver, um, which is they're going up a against a tough defensive front, but you know maybe get Damian Pierce involved. I know Lovey Smith said he wants to get uh, Pierce involved a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just, I don't, I don't know how comfortable I am with Rex Burkhead being back there. And I don't think you're going to be able to control the game with him. Um, you know, have a good run game with him. And I think the, the Broncos, I think, uh, Wilson's going to get his receivers involved a little bit more. I expect Cortland Sutton have a, have a solid game. You know, he's probably going up against, uh, Derek Stingley, the rookie from LSU, like you mentioned, um, and I think, you know, that's going to be – no, I don't know if he was going to Michael Pittman last week, but this is also a tough task for him because of how uh, talented Sutton is. And obviously you got Jerry Judy too. I'm sure he wants to get him involved a lot more. But if that Texas defense could hold up, if Jerry Hughes has a good game again like he did last week, and if the Texans play like they did in the first half of the Indianapolis game, then they definitely have a shot to win that game. But I think – the Broncos are going to have – I think this is going to be an, a statement game for them. They're going to be like, no, 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 no. That Seahawks game was a fluke, all right? <laughs> Even though I, Jackson predicted it nearly 100% correctly, only three points off, okay? I think I think it will also come down to if Bradley Chubb can get in that backfield. Yeah, and he's probably going up against Larry Tunzel, I believe, so that's a good match mm-hmm. to watch. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. But on the other side of that Broncos defense, uh, I think he had a forced fumble last week. It was Randy Gregory, and he's he's solid. So Texans are they're going to have a handful. Uh, Davis Mills may be running for his life, but I, I mean, <laughs> the Seattle's O line was able to hold up. Uh, Charles Cross did a pretty good job on uh, Chubb. Yeah, Chubb had two sacks, but I, Chubb. Yeah, but but for a, a rookie, bit. for a rookie left tackles first game, I was I was impressed with Cross. I was also impressed with Abraham Lucas, but we'll ignore that. <laughs> All right, I'm getting to my upset of the week now. Now the reason for my upset is because this team, for some reason, they're always favored to win this game, and for good reason because they're the better team every time. But they always—it doesn't matter who the quarterback is—they always struggle against this team. I have the Indianapolis Colts losing to the Jacksonville Jaguars. We saw we saw it last year. Twenty to twenty three. Now, I think there's a lot of different variables for the Colts now because Michael Pittman is now out. Rookie wide receiver Alec Pierce is out. So you're gonna be relying heavily on Jonathan Taylor and we'll see probably a lot more of Naheem Hines. And the starting receivers look to be Paris Campbell, Ashton Doolin. Um, we'll probably see the tight ends a little bit more. Morelli Cox and uh, I forget his first name. I know it starts with K. K. Grayson, I believe his name is. Um, he may be a rookie. Well, I, I wish I wish they would use Morelli more. That dude is massive. Yeah, he used to play basketball. I think he uh, played at UCF or something. I don't know. Yeah, let's see. Morelli six six two sixty. Yeah, he was a he was a college hooper, but yeah, I think uh, Jacksonville were they're. I think the offense is going to have a solid game. They did okay against the Commanders. Um, you would like to see ETN involved a little bit more. I think uh, they'll make that happen. Um, I know you're laughing because 
I just traded for him in fantasy. So, <laughs> um, yeah, James Robinson for ETN. Bro, up. the Robinson for ETN swap. It's such a W. Because ETN, uh, ETN has all the receiving upside. His points as far as ceiling. Like, you can't always count on Robinson going and, and, and running and having his touchdowns. I exactly. mean, he, he had, like, 19 points, but I'm pretty sure seven of those came from a catch touchdown. Yeah, and touchdown. I think, so, I think ETN dropped a touchdown, too. And also, he had, like, four carries for 40-something yards. He did. He was very efficient on the ground. So, I think as, as the year goes on, we're going to see ETN a lot more. Um, and obviously, him and uh, Trevor Lawrence have that Clemson connection. But these Jaguars receivers too, I think Christian Kirk and Zay Jones, they're um they're solid. They're solid. They're not not the best, but I think they'll do a decent job attacking this Colts secondary. I don't think uh Darius Leonard's playing again or he he wanted his name changed. I guess he goes Sha- by Shaquille. Yeah, Shaquille Leonard. My boy Shaq Leonard. I don't think uh I don't think he's playing again. And he's the leader of that defense, so they're going to be relying a lot on Stephon Gilmore and but, and Rakia, and isn't is Rakia there? Is he on the Raiders? I think he's on the Rakia Raiders. He's he part of that in uh, the Gawkway trade. Oh, uh, but yeah, I think the Colts' offense might struggle a little bit because once they get in a third down situation, um, you know, Jacksonville's pass rush looked decent with Trayvon Walker last week. Um, they they forced I mean it is Carson Wentz but they forced two interceptions against Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan he's uh he's prone to throwing at least an interception a game yeah uh, in this point of his career and now with his favorite target out who I believe he, he targeted Pittman like 13 times last week and with Pittman out it's and with the Colts recent history of just they go up against the Jags and they're not able to not able to pull it out I think you know, I just don't think the Colts are going to be able to pull this one out. And I'm looking forward I, to seeing what Jacksonville does. I agree across across the board. I think this will be a good test for their first first overall pick. I think uh, the Colts O line is definitely one to go against to see to see what he can do. Uh, but yeah, I mean Shaquille Griffin will be guarding uh, Campbell, and uh, Jonathan Taylor was downgraded, wasn't he? Is Jonathan um, Taylor playing? I think Jonathan Taylor is playing, as far as I know. Well, if he's playing, then I guess that kind of takes out what I was going to say. But, um, yeah, yeah. I don't see anything I just think Pittman's such a big part of that offense, which, you know, the, you he's really overshadowed by uh, Jonathan Taylor because Jonathan Taylor is an amazing running back, and I'm sure he'll have a good game against Jacksonville, but... Like I said, if they if they're able to stop the run a couple of plays, that drive may stall out. Like if the Colts go out there, let's say they start at the twenty five, they get they get in like a a third and six situation, maybe maybe a holding call or some third and long. Matt Ryan's not working with too much. I think we're going to see a lot of dump offs to Naheem Hines, but I mean you you're relying on Paris Campbell, who we we don't know really what he's capable of because he's been hurt. You know, every year he's played, and then Ashton Doolin, who also is—he's been buried in the depth chart his whole career in Indianapolis. So, you know, I think Jackson Jacksonville secondary—they have a favorable matchup, and I think they'll be able to 
you know, force some stops and maybe even some turnovers. Well, I, while I agree with the Jags winning, I don't know how much it's going to affect Ryan because he is new to the team. He's only played one week. Right. His connection to Pittman was good. Obviously, Pittman is the best receiver there. But with him gone, how dependent was Ryan? Because I know he hit him a lot, but at the same time, he hasn't really played much with everybody. So I, I agree with the Heinz dump off. Obviously, you stop Taylor. I think a lot of this offense is stalls out. It, this is – Campbell has, has been talked about here and there throughout his career. I think this is the time to where he either steps up or it's time to kind of look past him a little bit. Oh, are you talking about uh, Tyson Campbell? Uh, Paris. Oh, Paris Campbell. Uh, I was Paris Campbell. Tyson Campbell, the corner for uh, Jacksonville. He had an interception last week. Oh. But, yeah, Paris Campbell is – he he, because I feel like he could do a little bit of everything. You're able to do jet sweeps with him. He's got good speed, um, but he's just he's just been hurt all the time. And now, now we yeah, obviously if, don't know what his connection is with Matt Ryan and how that's going to look on Sunday. But if if he can't step up, I think it's time that the Colts go and grab another reliable receiver. Either after the off season, during the season, just. You you have to have a reliable two, and Campbell's always hurt. If he can't step up, what what do you really have besides Taylor? And I think Alec Pierce could be that guy, but unfortunately mm-hmm. he's out with a concussion. But you know, it, you would like. I wish the Colts held on to T. Y. Hilton. I do too. I'm I'm a little biased because I'm a big T. Y. Hilton fan. I love T. Y. Hilton. I'm pretty sure they inducted him in the Ring of Honor recently. Good, well deserved. Ty's a beast, man. I love Ty. He, his prime was so so underrated. But you know, without his leadership in that locker room, you know, we may. Because I feel like the leader of that locker room is Michael Pittman. Because mm-hmm. he's in his, I believe this is his third year, and yeah, they have a lot of young receivers. Yeah, I I agree. This game's going to come down to the Colts' offense and Trevor Lawrence's play. Yeah, if if Trevor Lawrence could start cooking, get everyone involved. Zay Jones here, Christian Kirk here, Etn here, maybe some Evan Ingram. Maybe, maybe. You spread the ball he, around. He, he's and... a Pro Bowl tight end. <laughs> Damn, we're we're not, ladies and gentlemen. Evan Ingram is not a Pro Bowl tight end. <laughs> he shouldn't have been. <laughs> no offense to Evan Ingram, but bro, you dropped so many passes that one year with the Giants. And you somehow got a Pro Bowl nod. I don't know how you did it. And maybe the finesse of the century. I don't know how you did it. The Pro Bowl's a joke. And they, they need to switch that up. But that's a whole. I wish I I do I wish they would do something more with the Pro Bowl. I mean, it is it's just not really. Fun. I I find their mini games more fun than the actual game. Yeah, dude. I'd rather see you know the boys play dodgeball than like or I want to see I want to see Chris Boswell nail someone in the head with a dodgeball. Or something. I mean, I enjoyed it when they had OBJ catching catching the balls from that drone that was like 200 feet in the air. Yeah, that was cool. I mean, I mean dang. But yeah, it's the, just, the it's Pro Bowl sucks. Evan Ingram kind of sucked last year. Um, I'm going to refrain um, from saying that Evan Ingram sucks as a whole because I don't because <laughs> I don't want him to murder me. So. <laughs> Because last episode, I absolutely dug into Justin Houston, and he could palm my forehead and throw me against the wall. So I don't, I don't want any smoke with NFL players if they somehow <laughs> ended up listening to this one day. So. 
Or you're going to be put on blast. Yeah, I'm going to be put on blast. Yeah, I'll be put on blast, all right. I'm going to get thrown to a wall. <laughs> all right, Patriots Steelers. I'll let you start. Oh, so you want you want me to get into that game? Go ahead. I, I have you know I have a little bit for this. Let me tell you why is New England favored? I understand our offense sucks, and you know we the O line sucks, and Najee Harris basically has half a foot going into this game. But I I don't think New England's that. I don't like their roster. I don't like their roster that much, and. No, Bill Belichick's still a great coach, even though I think he's losing his mind. Again. Again. The Cole, the Cole Strange pick was, well, strange. And then Bailey Zappi in the fourth round. I don't, I don't even know what Bill's doing at this point. But if if we were able to do a decent job against the Bengals' offense, other than Jamar Chase, but if, if we stop the run, we force Mac Jones to throw, he'd, we just got to be able to stop Devontae Parker, Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers. Um, and I know we're missing those aren't, those aren't those aren't very big names either. I know, yeah, I know we're missing T.J. Watt, but I think I think Malik Reed's going to be able to step up in that spot. And this is this is going to be a big game for Alex Highsmith, who had three sacks oh. last week. Matthew but, Slater's still on the team. Yeah, dude, Matthew Slater. Let, let's just, shout out to Matthew Slater, bro. What He's a thirty-seven-year-old receiver. He's still. Slater's the absolute goat, man. <laughs> One of the greatest, if not the greatest, special teamers of all. Now that's a Pro Bowler, Evan Ingram. All right, look at Matthew Slater. That is a Pro Bowler. He's a he's that's... a beast, dude. Best gunner in history. He's that is crazy. He's but awesome. Yeah, like like you said, this Patriots offense. Looking at the depth chart, there's absolutely nobody. I'm like, well, Damien Harris. Shout out to Damien. He, I think he had 20 touchdowns last season. Yeah, Damien Harris is probably the only one. But even then, Bill Belichick went out and drafted Pierre Strong. Doesn't even believe in Harris. <laughs> I think this is Harris's last, um, last year in his contract. I think he's a free agent next season. I'm not sure. And then you look at their receivers, and I mean, I just all right. We'll just we'll just move past them. There's just really nobody here. I, again, just no explosion. Everyone, everyone's just a no separation type of player. Maybe Jacoby Myers, but I mean, I don't. I'm not saying their wide receiver room's awful. I feel like there's worse around the league. They they have like three or four uh, wide receiver twos. Yeah, I mean, like I like Kendrick Bourne. I think Kendrick Bourne's solid, and I I really like Devontae Parker, even though he's 29 at this point. I don't. It's hard to tell if he's lost a step or not. I thought he was a beast in Miami, really, and I kind of he was. He just was always hurt. That yeah, he got he had a lot of injuries, which sucks because Devontae Parker was really talented. He's a really talented receiver, and I, I I love Jacoby Myers. He played at NC State. I think he's a great slot receiver. Um, but they're like you said, they're not the strongest group, and they're going up against a tough Steelers defense. I mean, you got to worry about Minka Fitzpatrick, and now you have, you have a healthy cornerback room with Aquilo, Levi Wallace, and Cam Sutton. So, I mean, really, I, I've always been a big fan of Hunter Henry and John New Smith. I don't understand why New England went out and gave them both four-year, $12.5 million contracts. It made no sense to me because – Yeah, dude, Bill's losing his mind, bro. He I may have CTE. <laughs> I was when – when both of them hit the free agent market, I was hoping the Seahawks would get – I mean, that was like the tight end – like. Every, and Bill Belichick just was like, you know what? We'll take them all. I was like, what are y'all <laughs> doing? But I'm a big fan of Hunter Henry and big fan of John New. 
I think that they should definitely use them a lot more than they do. I mean, Hunter Henry should at least be getting looked at six, seven times a game. Johnny Smith, three or four. I, I believe that you should at least put focus on them so your receivers can get more open. Otherwise, otherwise they know exactly who to guard. Yeah. Yeah, those tight ends could definitely control the middle of the field 100%. Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry are very talented. And they, you know, I, they need to be more part of that offense. You know what trade I didn't agree with last year? The Patriots getting rid of Chase Winovich. I don't, I don't agree with the long trades they made. They traded they trade Shaq Mason. For like a fifth <laughs> rounder, for, too. For chump change. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> but I, I thought Chase Winovich was going to be good. But anyhow, yeah, I mean – they they do have some underrated players on defense. Kyle Duggar, definitely shout out William. I know I know you're listening with a big smile, but um, <laughs> but yeah, fans listening with a big smile. Jabril, Jabril Peppers, Devin McCourty, Devin's old. You got to be able to. Like, he cannot be the leading tackler again. That just can't happen. Yeah, he's, but... he's going to break every bone in his body before week four. If y'all, if y'all keep letting that happen. Yeah, uh, but a final ending point for this uh, Patriots Steelers game. I think it's the Steelers' offense. This is a big game for them because they they need to prove that they can actually move the football. Because I've got, I've got the Steelers winning. Good, good. I've got I've got them winning probably twenty seven seventeen. Okay, Tw- wow, twenty seven. We're going to score twenty seven points. Really, I was thinking more like ten to three. Well, I think I think it will come down to – yeah, we'll get pressure on Mac Jones. And as we saw from the Mac Jones game last year against the Saints, he shits his pants when pressure starts coming. <laughs> I think he threw two or three interceptions, and the rest of that was just absolutely terrible. So if you all can get the pressure in, I think you all will get the ball more often on your 50 side of the field. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think y'all – won't, Y'all will not have to drive as much as y'all did against the Bengals. I think – I think pressure won't be a problem as long as, you know, Cam Hayward's there. We'll be chilling. But, you know, I'll, since, you know, you're calling me out for the Steelers game, let's get into the Seattle game, huh? Uh, Going okay. up against the 0-1 Niners. <clears throat> I think this is going favor to win. I think we're going to make it rain points like Trey Lance made it rain. I think we're going to come in and ah! – um, <laughs> I, I, I think we're going to come in. No, I'm kidding. Uh Kenneth Walker is going to come in. I think Kenneth Walker and Rashad Penny having that duo is going to be amazing for us. There's nobody on the Niners who can guard DK Metcalf. Lockett is just going to do some twirls and spins when he catches the ball. Besides, besides running for more, for more yards. Uh, <laughs> Geno Smith liked his tight ends. Everyone was so focused on DK. Kobe Parkinson, our tight end three, was wide. The, was wide the slap open in the end zone. Will Disley was wide the slap open. I mean, Noah Fant, our tight end one. Got the least amount of looks, I'm pretty sure it was. But um, I think the Seahawks offense is going to struggle. I think Fred Warner is going to keep keep Penny in check. I think Walker will, will finish with more yards this week. But um, Gino's going to have to be able to prove that he can sling it, which he did, he did good last week. I mean, he had very few incompletions, no interceptions. He looked, he looked good. He, he took what was given to him, and I loved it. I loved every bit of it. As far as the defensive side of the ball, Trey Lance did not look very good against the Bears. It was very rainy. It was very poor conditions. So that yeah. definitely, definitely uh, doesn't look good. But we're really bad at guarding George Kittle. George Kittle always absolutely destroys us. I don't know what his injury is right now. I I'll think. Go ahead and... 
Oh, no, it I says have... he's unlikely to play. All right. Okay. So Kittle. Good news. Kittle's always killed us. Without without Kittle, it really comes down to us stopping Debo. And Ayuk, I think Tariq Woolen can can keep can keep Brandon in check. Please don't go have 160 yards on this now. I mean, <laughs> I do. I think Ayuk's a very talented receiver. I would not I'd... be surprised if he gets the ball a lot. I do. I think he's talented as well. Tariq was very, very handsy. He, I think he had two pass interference calls back to back against, um, I think it was Sutton. But he's still a big dude, and he's not getting burnt. It's just not going to happen. Four, four, two, six, forty, six, four, man. I, I just don't see him getting burnt. But it really comes down to how our offense can push their defense, because I, th- I think our defense can do okay against the Niners. I think that I really think that Pete Carroll is a bigger fan of the way his offense is able to run now than it was with Russell Wilson. Oh, definitely. Did you see how happy that dude was? It's because oh my well, Pete Carroll always looks happy. But because um, the whole let Russ cook thing and all of that, Pete Carroll has a way he wants to run his offense. And like you, he wants good, good run game, and then play action bootlegs, and all that. And it doesn't. He's not looking for the big gain down the field every single time. He's not looking for a bomb. He, which Russell Wilson did a good job of providing that while he was at Seattle. But it's I. P. Carroll is much more comfortable with a Geno Smith, which is weird to say, but I really think he is. Yeah, I, I was one of those people who, who I thought it was Pete's time to go, but after seeing Wilson and how much, honestly, a lot of the his teammates hated Wilson, I think maybe it was it was Wilson's fault the entire time. Pete, it's it's hard to look like a good coach when you have your quarterback complaining in your ear the whole time. Well, Pete Carroll also looks like he's on crack half the time, so it's <laughs> it's, it's it's the gum. He's it's his gum is definitely laced with something. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way he chomps that hard on it for fun. He, he definitely does the little Aaron Rodgers treatment. He's got some ecstasy <laughs> or something. <laughs> but no, nah, I I believe it looks like Pete Carroll's having fun. Usually he looks stressed out of his mind, but he looked like he was having a great time. Hopefully, hopefully, I mean, he's the oldest coach in the NFL. No, no, he's not. David Coley is he still? I don't know if he is. Is David Coley still on the? He is. Oh, most recently served. All right, so he's not the head coach. Who, who's the head coach for the Texans now? Uh, Lovey Smith, I think. All right, then yeah, Pete Carroll's the oldest. David Coley was the only one who was older. He's six months. Uh, Pete Carroll six months older than Belichick, but um, but yeah, Pete. He looks happy, and honestly, I'm happy. <laughs> if so, Pete's happy, Colin's happy. I'm happy, man. Geno Smith is giving us what we want. He likes the checkdowns. Carol likes the checkdowns. He likes to run. He likes to. I just think everyone's on the same page for once. Yeah, and I think I'll end with that. This is a big game for Trey Lance and the Forty Niners offense. They're going to have to be able to move the ball here. Um, I think the defense will be a good do a good job of getting stops because Seattle did only score seventeen points. Um, it was against a tough Denver defense, but arguably the 49ers have a better defense. So, 
Trey Lance is going to have to be able to move the ball, and I'm not just I'm not saying you know just hands off to Debo Samuel and Jeff Wilson and all that, but like you're going to have to be able to sling it. And Trey Lance has a heck of an arm. Um, hopefully, he's as confident throwing the ball as he was throwing money on you know <laughs> strippers' ass <laughs> uh, this past week. For those of you who don't know, there's a video that surfaced of Trey Lance just throwing money. Um, if if Trey Lance can't move the ball, do we see Jimmy G start against the Broncos next week? I don't. I don't think that's a very good question. But I don't think that the Niners are gonna pull the trigger that fast yeah. on taking Lance out. They they but traded Bron- up Bron- for him for that's a reason. True. Jimmy Garoppolo is just there if Lance goes down. I think. You think so? Lance you, you think there's no way out. he moves up. I don't. It may it, at least it's gonna take a lot. Thing. It'll yeah, it'll it'll take a lot. It'll take, but I I don't think I don't think that's gonna happen because Trey Lance I think he's so talented and I think he's gonna figure it out. He has a heck of an arm. He could run. He'll figure it out. Oh, but, Adam Schefter just tweeted, uh, Gabe Davis is listed as questionable. Oh no. Uh oh. Uh oh. So, so I, I, don't, I don't think that's that big of a deal for the Bills offense. So you still have you know Isaiah McKenzie and. Let's 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 go ahead and move to the Titans and Bills while we're at it. With, you know, what, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll end we'll end with that. With with the Bills missing Davis, they have Jameson Crowder. There's really, I mean, yeah, I but Jameson see. Crowder is more of a slot guy. Him and Isaiah McKenzie, and I think McKenzie's beating them out for that role. So I don't know who the other guy on the outside is for the Bills. I want to make a guess, but I don't want to say it because I don't know if Khalil Shakur is also a slot guy who is the wide receiver they dress out of Boise State. Well, they um, can't have six slot guys. But they're, they they could. <laughs> they wanted to. <laughs> Looking at their roster, yeah, I mean, really, it's it's Isaiah McKenzie, Diggs, uh, Khalil Shakir, Jameson Crowder, Jake Kumanro. That guy. So, that guy. That's the guy. Jake Jake's going to take it over. I, I think, I, I think they'll definitely try Jameson out there at least. Uh, Jameson Crowd doesn't play on the outside though. He might, know, but he might. But when you're as explosive as the Bills, I think you can play anybody anywhere and just give them a little shot. That's true. I mean, I think we'll see. I don't think the Titans' defense isn't. I don't really know who they have at corner other than Caleb Farley oh. and Kevin Byer back there, and Amari and Amari Hooker. Looking, looking at their death chart, James Cook is listed as the third now. Yeah, I think we'll see. I think Zach Moss will get the majority of uh, catches um, out of the backfield. He'll be in there on third down. I think, I think the Bills will be able to control the game on the ground a little bit though with Singletary. I, I don't. The Variables a very good coach though, so you never know. And the Titans and Bills games always seem to be very entertaining. They are, but, but I, I think, think I think. The new and improved D-line for the Bills with Vaughn Miller, I still don't see. I think they'll be able to contain Derrick Henry pretty well, and we may have to see. We may see Tannehill throwing the ball a lot more, um, which is exactly what the Bills want. Uh, Chandler Jones had five sacks last year against Taylor Luan. Can Vaughn Miller put up at least two and a half? No. Let's, you know I think it, Taylor Luan's still a very good tackle. I think that Definitely. was – Players have bad games, so I think I think Luan think... will be able to. I still think Von Miller gets at, at least, least one, one and a half sacks. I'm saying one. And yeah, a half. I was I was about to say the same. But yeah, I still have the Bills winning that game. I think. Oh yeah, no, Titans are not. They're not going to win. 
We say that, but I just... we'll say that. But Ryan Tannehill comes Roger, swinging Roger at the Goodell. Kyle Phillips. Roger Goodell is listening right now. He's like, "All right, we got to change the script. These these dudes, they have to be wrong." <laughs> All right, we're not we're not getting into the NFL is scripted. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Listen, Roger, I need the Seahawks to win, please. <laughs> Roger, if you could do me a favor and have the Steelers blow out the Patriots, it'd be much appreciated. Okay, anyways, um, but as yeah. far as as the rest of the games, I mean, uh, I think we're short on time to deep dive, but yeah, I mean, they're I all think... great. They're all great games. Dolphins, Ravens. I'm definitely Lamar absolutely destroys the Dolphins every every time they play. So yeah, I, I would look forward to the Bengals and Cowboys if the Cowboys starting quarterback wasn't Cooper Rush. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think no. I think Micah I think Micah's gonna go crazy. What, what do you think? Two and a half sacks? Um, you know I, I'll say two. If there's two. an over under, I'll say two. I'll say two first. Do you think he gets in there too? As two? well, no, Demarcus. Uh, yeah, Demarcus Lawrence. Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah. Hmm. He's lost. Nah, time. I think it, it's it's a revenge game for Lael Collins. I think Lael Collins is gonna do a good job holding the. Right tackle spot down. Um, I think the Bengals really are going to blow them out. Probably. I think I, th- I think the Saints will win as they usually do. I think, I think, I think the Saints they, are going to beat the Bucks. They they always do. Tom Brady's thrown eight interceptions their past two or three games. I think it's been. yeah. And Mike Evans is questionable, along with and, Godwin being out. Exactly. That's, now I th- I think Julio's still going to absolutely I think turn Julio them over. Will but... play. Russell Gage is questionable too. Man, Buccaneers. Oh my God. <laughs> well they they still have Scotty Miller. I mean they have oh, yes, the, the great Scotty Miller. <laughs> but uh, get ready yeah. Saints defense. I think Saints You're ain't ready one. for Scotty Miller. <laughs> Rams beat Falcons. We don't really need to dive into that one. Besides AJ Terrell on Cooper Cup. Other than that, uh, and even then even then AJ Terrell got worked by Michael Thomas. Um Commanders and Lo- what do we think? Uh, I'll the say favored to win. And you know what? I, I think I think the Troy will be able to pull it out. I think you know DeAndre Swift will have a good game on the ground, and you know I really like their receiving core in Detroit. I think they'll pull that out. I'd like to see if Jeff can do anything against Terry. Now I know Jeff hasn't played much, but he was a you know third overall pick. So you know they may have been can... former teammates. I think. I think Okuda Jeff, was with McLaurin at Ohio State. So Ohio that's, State, yeah. That's a good a, that, that'll be cool. Uh, I think Panthers mm, Panthers and Giants. Shaquan, we think he's having 100-plus. Giants are pulling that out, baby. Bleed blue, let me tell you. Sundays are better with Saquon. Saquon's going to have 200 yards. Christian McCaffrey can suck it. <laughs> I think uh, Packers beat Bears. I think Packers beat the Bears? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, I think Christian. I think Christian Watson's gonna have a good game. I think I'm excited for him. I think he's gonna bounce back from that drop he had uh, against the Vikings. I think Aaron Rodgers is gonna find his new favorite target. I'm excited for Christian Watson. Is is Watson on your fantasy team? Okay, just because he's on my fantasy team, Colin, <laughs> doesn't mean doesn't mean that that's the reason. I just I think Christian Watson is very talented. He's he's big dude, very fast. Cardinals Raiders. Um. You know what? I'd rather stick a fork in my eyeball than watch that game. Go Raiders. They won that game. I'd, I'd say Raiders as well. Did we miss anyone? I feel like there was Jess Browns. Uh, we didn't miss anything. Anyhow. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think we could, I think we can end it there. Um, 
Browns, Browns are winning. Browns are winning. Uh, Jets are winning. Um, we'll get ratioed. L plus <laughs> ratio. Uh, Chubb, Chubb and Hunt. I think, I think they pull it out. Yeah, Priest Hall is going to have uh, twenty five fantasy points. Anyways, we'll want it there. Um, we appreciate you guys for listening again. Like I said, we're on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Um, also, again, make sure you check out my brother's art, Jacob Sketches Out Art. Um, he made our logo. We would we'll have, really appreciate it if you go check us out. We'll we'll have the logo set up on all of our platforms here shortly. Yes, of course. And we appreciate you guys for listening, and we will be back on Wednesday. Appreciate y'all.